Welcome to the podcast again. You know, today is another day that God is going to add another block to the building he's making in your life. The Bible calls us lively stones, each one of us built together as we are joined together with others as a holy habitation of the Lord. In fact, the Bible calls our bodies the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are inhabited. We are those with whom God dwells and in whom God dwells. We are, if you will, the promise of Emmanuel. God promised Emmanuel. God God with the people. You know, Jesus came and dwelled among us as the fulfillment of Emmanuel, God with the people. And then when Jesus went away and ascended into heaven, he said, I will send the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will live in you. He said, I am with you, but I shall be in you. And the presence of Jesus, the presence of, of our Lord and Savior by the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit now dwells in us. And we are God. We are the light of God, the life of God, the child of God. We are the expression of God with the world, with the people. In fact, the Bible tells us that the church, not only is it the body of Christ and the bride of Christ and the family of God in the earth, but it's the presence of God. And the Bible tells us that this presence has power. And we, as long as the church, as long as the children of God, as long as the family of God, the bride of Christ is in the earth, then the devil, that that arch enemy of almighty God, God, Satan, that serpent, cannot have full and free reign. But once the church is taken away, once the church is raptured, if you will, yes, I believe in rapture, and uh, I, I believe it can happen any time. I think there are set times, but I believe that we should live as though that any moment the church could be raptured from the earth. Well, there's basically two things that you do not want to miss. Okay? One of them is the rapture. <laughs> And a second one is today's podcast on Proverbs chapter 8. Why? Because today is the only day we have. I mean, the rapture could happen before the day is out. So let's go ahead and get ourselves ready and prepared to have the greatest day that God has for us right now. You know, the plan of God has worked all through millennia, all through thousands and thousands of years, generation after generation, leading up to this very moment, leading up to this very hour, leading up to this very day. And this is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Every day, joy is our portion, our strength. It gives us strength to go out and meet the day. So let me encourage you, add one more building block to your life today. As you know, we are in the book of Proverbs. Today is the eighth day of the month, and so we are at Proverbs chapter 8. And Proverbs chapter 8 is going to hold another key to our growth. And every month, as you you go through the Proverbs, you're going to find a different scripture in uh, within that particular chapter for each day that's going to speak to you, something you can meditate on, something you can turn over and over in your life and make application in your life, in your life situations. So without further ado this morning, let's, let's look forward to the rapture and know that you know Jesus is coming. And believe me, he's coming in your lifetime, okay? Not a question. He is coming if he comes for no one else. He's coming for you in your lifetime, okay? So you're going to have a personal experience with being caught away, whether it is with a lot of saints or whether it's individually, Jesus is coming. Now, let's build 
the greatest day in our life, line upon line, precept upon precept, scripture upon scripture, block upon block, word from God upon word from God. Let's build our lives as a holy habitation of the Lord, our bodies, the temple of the Holy Spirit, us as lively stones being built together as a habitation of God through the Spirit. Are you ready? Proverbs chapter 8, reading from the King James Version. Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way, in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing froward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and write to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all things that are to be desired are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way and the froward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mind and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign and princes decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures." The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. Before his works of old, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills was, I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, watching at the post of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul, and they that hate me love death. What a beautiful word about wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. 
The Bible encourages us to look at wisdom as though wisdom is a friend, as though wisdom is to be embraced, as though wisdom is to be known, understanding that it was by wisdom that God created the earth. It was by all the, 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 the culmination of all that God knows and understands that he was able to build, that he looked far down the road, as Proverbs will tell us later in another chapter, and he foresaw things. He saw the pitfalls and the problems and the potential failures, and he planned around those things by wisdom. You see, wisdom is something that you can possess. Wisdom is something that you can embrace. Wisdom is something that you can gain. In fact, the book of James, the first chapter in verse 5 says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to every man liberally, and it will be given unto him. But let him ask in faith. It will be given, it will not be taken away, but let him ask in faith. Don't be double-minded about this. God can give you wisdom. God can give you understanding. God can grant us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. That's what the book of Ephesians says. The apostle Paul prayed for the Christians in Ephesus, praying that God would give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God, that they might understand their calling and the hope of, of their inheritance that they have in Christ. It is so important that we understand wisdom as a dynamic of life, wisdom as a gift of God, wisdom as an inspiration from the Almighty, wisdom as something that the Holy Spirit can bring light and life and, 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 and awaken in us that God-given knowledge, understanding, and direction that only comes to those who embrace wisdom. The Bible says that wisdom here, as we read, stands daily at the door and cries out to the sons of men, wanting us to turn our attention to wisdom. Some people say, well, I, I, I have a little voice. You know, uh, you, you, you may have even seen movies at some time or some depiction on one shoulder of a person sets a little red devil on the other side, sets an angel, and, and they're both whispering in to the ears of a person, although that's not... Uh, you know, the picture that we get, that's not a, a you know, a, a, a spiritual uh, reality, although there are some truths that are connected to that, but it is as though wisdom is speaking to us daily. The carnal appetites of man speak to us. But believe me when I tell you that if you lack wisdom, if you don't know what to do, you can trust, you can have faith. The Bible says, but that person who asks God for wisdom, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. The Bible says, for a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Lot, let, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. What is he saying? He's saying that when we come to God, realize that God will give us wisdom. We need to trust that and believe that. We need to believe that God will introduce to us, inspire us, somehow will bring to our mind, will call us to account, and we will understand, even if he has to wait until we're asleep. Like Job says in Job chapter 13, 33, verses 14 and 15, that God speaks once, even twice, yet man does not perceive it. But in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while they slumber in their beds, God will open up their ears and seal their instructions. God speaks to us. He gives us wisdom. If you lack wisdom today, listen to the Proverbs 
The whole chapter of chapter 8 tells us that if we call upon the Lord, asking Him for wisdom, we can turn to wisdom, embrace wisdom, and wisdom will help us to, to find out things that we don't know. In fact, that's the verse we're going to meditate on today. It says something right along that line. It's verse 12. Chapter 8, verse 12. Listen to this. I, wisdom. Wisdom is speaking to us as an entity. Wisdom is speaking to us as though wisdom were a, a person, as though wisdom were someone crying out. The Bible calls, you know, uh, speaks of wisdom that, 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 that it's crying out to us constantly. I, wisdom, verse 12 says, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Do you know that God can speak to you and give you knowledge of witty inventions? Inventions that have not even been thought of by others yet. Things that are absolutely, uh, you know, um, um, unimaginable that God can cause you to understand all at once. You can just understand it. Something you did not understand, boom, you understand it. And even uh, can can make, uh, you know, uh, merchandise of that. Even come, uh, come to the place where you can increase by the wisdom that God gives you. You know that God can give you the knowledge of how to do something that no one else knows how to do, how to fix something no one else can fix, how to make something no one else has ever seen before. God can give you knowledge of how to accomplish something that no one else knows how to accomplish. That's the wisdom that God can share with you. That's the knowledge that God can give you uh, to, to find out knowledge of witty inventions. Well, I love that. You know, uh, I want to pray that over our lives today. I want you to think about this, that God knows how to do everything you need to do. Everything that you need, God knows how to make that happen. So today, what we're going to meditate on is the fact that wisdom wants to share knowledge with us. Wisdom wants to instruct us. Wisdom wants to keep us. Wisdom wants to preserve us. Wisdom was with God before the foundation of the world. God did everything he did with wisdom. We're going to do everything that we do today with wisdom because wisdom is crying out to us. Listen to that voice. Hear the voice within the voice. A lot of people will speak to you. A lot of thoughts will come to you. But listen for the voice in the voice. Listen for the voice of wisdom. Listen for the voice of God in the voices today. And follow wisdom. Let's pray right now. Okay, join with me if you would. God, we just pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom. According to James, Lord, chapter 1, verse 5, Lord, if we lack wisdom, God, we ask of you. God, give us wisdom, Lord, to know how to do what we need to do today, Lord. God, to know how to fix things for ourselves and others, Lord, to know how to come up with something, Lord, that no one else, God, is, has, has, has thought of, God. Lord, give us knowledge of things that other people, Lord, uh, have passed over, don't understand, don't see, Lord, and give us the ability, Lord, to be able to, to communicate that, articulate that, Lord. And God, I pray that you would give us increase, Lord, by that wisdom. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we would hear the voice of wisdom today for everything that we need. And Lord, today we're going to think about this. We're going to dwell on this, Lord. We're going to meditate, Lord, on how wisdom is crying out to us constantly, Lord. And as we turn to her, she will preserve us, Lord. She is our life, Lord. We will not hate wisdom. For those that hate wisdom, Lord, love death. God, we will not despise wisdom, Lord. 
Lord, we will embrace wisdom. Thank you, God, for giving us wisdom in Jesus' name. We believe that you will today to know how to handle our families, to know how to handle our finances, to know how to handle our foes, Lord, to know how to handle our future, Lord. God, give us wisdom, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sir. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe with all of my heart that God has a word for us every day. Put this in your life, the fact that you can always ask God for wisdom. He's already been speaking to you most likely. And even if it takes him invading your nighttime with a vision from heaven, he will, and you can gain wisdom. Okay, God bless you. I'll see you back here next time, okay, for the next Proverbs of the day. God bless you.